shit. And a big, big congratulations to Alan Giannis, who's celebrating four years of blissful marriage. Told me today. It went by so fast. Yeah, four years. This time, this time four years ago, we were really fucking shit faced overlooking the city of Baltimore (laughs) while while Light City started back when Light City was a thing. Uh, So it was pretty awesome. The whole fucking city skyline was just lit up. Uh, It was it was pretty good. Yeah, got some nice free decorations by the city of Baltimore. Right? Yeah, we we got lucky, dude. It was crazy. Remember that shit, dude? Like it was. uh, We have a big portrait of it that our photographer took that we want to get like blown up and put on like and put like hung in the living room. but it's it's it was sweet, like a giant light up Ferris wheel, and then literally like around the harbor, our place was just all Dude, lights. I actually I'm glad it's your anniversary. Congratulations, and I'm glad you mentioned that, West, because my 15 years coming up, and I damn near forgot about it. I've got about two weeks by a fucking press. Don't do that. Thank you for that. Yeah, do yeah. That. It, it does go quick, and it goes by so quick that you forget, Alan. Never forget. I know, I know, right? So far, so good. Well, I, mean, I fucked up. I at, fucked up hard last year, by the way. I um, I thought we were like done with like dumb bullshit gifts, you know? I'm like, hey, this is life now. And I ended up buying her like a laundry basket and like some little trinkets for the bathroom, like automatic soap dispensers and stuff. Ooh. I was like, hey, you you like you like this stuff, right? A new clothes basket for you know you never enough clothes baskets. Here's a clothes basket. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, we were. I was in the doghouse for like a week. You bought. You didn't yeah. even. You didn't even. You bought her laundry accessories, bro. Like you were like, here, let me make your domestic life more efficient. Here's another basket. Yes. Spread, spread that out, dude. You no. Know, okay. Colors, how come? Colors. How come it's okay for her to buy me tools, but I can't buy her tools of her trade? Like she buys me like a socket. Set. Uh, she buys me some clamps for some woodwork and. I buy her a laundry basket and some shit to make the bathroom look a little nicer and make her day a little bit easier, not having to sit there and hit the little pump button. It's the automatic ones. Like you go into a Wawa bathroom and there's not a guy grunting next to the urinal, and then you got to go wash your hands and the soap yeah. comes straight down. Come on. I mean, that's, I think the, that's good. I think, I think the difference is, is that like we get jacked up about it. You know what I mean? You're like, you know, you, you give your wife a laundry basket and she's like, thanks, fucking dick. Like she gives you a power drill and you're like yeah let's put holes in shit like it's it's a very different outcome you get what i'm saying like i've given my my mm-hmm. wife like a kitchen aid mixer and that bitch loves bacon and so she's like yeah let's make all types of cakes bottoms spice cakes all the cakes and i'm like yeah perfect that's the kind of tool to trade it costs a little bit more than a laundry basket yeah <laughs> but that's true that's the shit that works in your favor then you get cakes and cookies and shit for like months but if that kitchen mixer which i know how much they cost good on you uh, but if they only cost like 15 20 bucks i have a feeling she'd be pissed about it i have a feeling uh, she wouldn't that's... be all that impressed uh, well maybe does she like bacon <laughs> no yeah, she probably wouldn't like. Goddamn, probably and, bad move. And really, I mean, you need to know the tricks of the trade, okay? Laundry baskets are definitely a birthday gift. All right, those are def- That's definitely for the birthday, not for the anniversary. Like a, that's like a Mother's Day gift, <laughs> right? Yeah, Good point. Well, you know, I mean, their anniversary is in May, so you know, it's pretty close. This is from Young William. Wink, wink. You should put. You should put a happy, happy anniversary slash Mother's Day. 
and like that'll be that. And get her a nice basket too with the like reinforced handles and shit. You don't want to break. That's what this thing has. This was like, dude, this was like a twenty dollar fucking laundry basket. Okay, it wasn't no cheap shit, and it was super deep. Like it was like it's like almost like waist high, and like I, you know, I could if I squinched myself up, I could probably fit in this fucking thing. I'm like, boom, here you go. You like to do suits of laundry? This will hold like a comforter and two blankets. Damn. <laughs> one one trip up the stairs, baby. You're welcome. Yeah. And if you're worried about the cost of them, just buy three of them. They are lifetime warranty. You know, this yeah. one's like 10 years. Next one's 10 years. Next one, uh, you know, 10 years. Give or take two or three years. Voila. We'll be in our 60s by the time this fucker's done. What you really got to do is, like, you got to take it outside. You got to throw it downstairs. You got to, mm-hmm. like, pre- pressure test it in front of her. Be like, look, I'm fucking, like, run it over with the car. Right. Like, it's fine. And, <laughs> and if you really want to infomercial it up, take the old one and act like it's just, you know, it's unusable. Like, what? You can't do anything with this. This thing's useless. But <laughs> this right here is the winner. <laughs> well, they, the, old, the old wooden clothes just fall out of the side of it for yeah. no reason. <laughs> but here's the capper, though, man. I bought stainless steel bathroom trash cans for her too. And I put it all inside the laundry basket. I thought I was on something. Think about it, man. No more Walmart bags in the bathroom trash can because they won't rust. They're stainless, baby. They're made of steel. Just dump that shit. You're good. Yeah, but then you, that's all gooed up in there. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, uh, Damn, you really went for it, man. Yeah, well, I learned that lesson. You got trash receptacle because I said it's not even useful to anyone. It does not, it just sits there. Once you get one, it sits there. It's decorative. It looks nice. Yeah, I guess okay. so. That's I, mean, that's, I don't know, man. That's, that's the motif, after- motif for the bathroom, though. If she's got a beachy themed and you just threw a fucking stainless steel tub in there, I don't know if it's working. Okay, well, Wes, what is what is Sarah like? What is, what's like your go-to? Like, do you have a go-to? I don't have a go-to. Mar- Maria doesn't like jewelry. She doesn't care about any of it. So I have like none of that throwaway trinket bullshit to like waste my money on and get out of a gift with. I actually have to think then, of something then why, then, that she. Well, then why don't why don't you go somewhere or do something? Take her to a dinner. You know, make it an experience rather than like a a tangible gift. She likes. Experiences and shit. Yeah, experiences. Yeah, she like experiences and experiencing things and experiencing with you. Like, does she like living life? <laughs> <laughs> Take her to places. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, I I feel you because like, uh, like Kelly likes nice tennis shoes. Uh, so I mean, she has got herself quite the fucking Adidas collection at this point. Uh, and but that's easy. And it works for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like every and and you know I I kind of get a kick out of being like, ooh, look at that. That's nice. That would be, that, that would look that would look good on my lady. And then she'd just be out stomping in her Air Force Ones and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listening to Nelly. Hey, yes. if I may interject here, Mur, I think this is a good a really good opportunity for a funny joke within the family and a funny bit within the podcast, if if you're agreeable, you want to hear me out on this. I'm, I would okay. love to hear you out on this. So I'm you, all about ruining my marriage for the so, sake of entertainment. 
You should fake double down this year on a 15-year anniversary mm. gift, like something similar, like a laundry basket. But maybe, maybe not a laundry basket because you, you, you did that last year. But something similar to that and explain to her that this is a traditional American 15-year anniversary gift from husband to wife. You know, and then then she like gives a shitty look. It's like I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, and then here you go. But that could be, you know. No, no I'm down. I'm down. So get her a nice gift, but put it in the lo- like basically sabotage myself and be like, did you even look inside the garbage disposal I bought you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so here's here's food for thought. I like I like Wes's idea. Fifteenth uh, yeah. anniversary gift. The like traditional one, I guess, is crystal. So, put that in your back pocket. Uh, buy a crystal laundry basket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you could uh, maybe, and this isn't part of the joke. I mean, you should legit try to pass this off. You know, like you can go to uh, like D and D stores that also have like dragon uh dragon art and dragon sculptures like you know when like, there's dragons like holding a holding a crystal ball at the end of it they just look great on top of the television look get at her that. like uh get her, get her like a like a dragon scepter like a ruby you know a fake ruby on the top of it <laughs> one of those bad boys mm-hmm. then while you you're when, while you don't go hiking you can use this <laughs> And while, while while you're celebrating the gift that you bought her, you can do some like fake karate chops. Like, oh fucking yeah. God, I'm get so her, excited. Get her a fucking official set of nunchucks. And fucking <laughs> be like, look, they're so they're so legit, and then just fucking start practicing immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna all good get, ideas, fellas. We're gonna get really good at this. <laughs> we're gonna get so fucking good. <laughs> it's gonna be our Sunday activity. We're gonna go out in the we got in the yard. Somebody's knocking themselves the fuck out. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Wow. Middle yeah. class souls, everyone. Yeah. Uh, please give us your 15-year anniversary gifts ideas. Tell, tell Andrew he's got, he's got a few weeks. In a serious note, could you, can you do something culturally? Is there anything Portuguese that, uh, you know, could, could you cook Not or something? A traditional di- a dish? Could you? So uh, I cook fucking enough, man. Could, is she straight from Portugal? Like she's from an island, man. She's from the Azores. She's from oh, oh, wow. Are you kidding? I did That's not know like that. Beautiful. Why'd she move to fucking Cecil County? Okay. God. Because because <laughs> because like you guys are aware of like the postcard where she's from. And uh-huh. she's from where they don't put on the postcard. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. That happens. No, yeah. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and to yeah. answer your question, uh, Alan, about how she wound up in Cecil County, it's because of Murr's Latin snake dance. Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. He hit her with a slither, and she was like, oh, God, take me with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you if you put a handcrafted cowboy hat on Murr, he could possibly pass as Mexican, like a light Mexican. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like a light-skinned Mexican yeah. who never browns in the sun. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like a light, in the right light, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've always said the uh, Irish are the Mexicans of the North. He's very, but you have dark hair. You know what I mean? That's really all it takes. It's uh, you know, and you'd be like, yeah, hey, I, I got a little bit, of, a little bit Spanish in me. So you know what the so you know what the Portuguese, 
the Portuguese really love being compared to the Spanish. So oh, anytime yeah. you meet someone from Portugal, like true Portugal, yeah, tell them how like just like Spanish, the Spanish, right? You're Spanish, right? Yeah. Oh, that's like that's like a millennia's worth of uh, anger and hate. The, yeah, you should fucking you. you should do something. You should do something Spanish for her for the anniversary. Ooh. You should go to like a traditional Spanish <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> I actually, come down, Tio Pepe. Yeah, um, I'll catch I, might, I, 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 I might be willing to bankroll that for a fucking bit. <laughs> and look, that's a fuck. I'm telling you, like, you and your wife are going to have, like, a $250 dinner. But you also might get murdered. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I did, um, a couple of years ago, this guy I work with, he, uh, he lives in New Jersey, and they get fresh food. So he said, hey, do you think your wife would want an octopus? And I just was like, on a lark, I was like, hey, hon, do you guys eat octopus over there? And she went, oh, can you get an octopus? She said, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I get this fucking octopus from this guy, fresh off the boat, off of fucking out the Atlantic, and it's just this fucking <laughs> eyeball fucking staring at you through the fucking plastic wrap. Just this suction cups just all over the place. And yeah, to her credit, she cut the beak out, cut the eyeball out. And she fucking did it up Portuguese style. And I said, all right, there we go. First bite. <laughs> it didn't, my teeth didn't even make contact with each other before it came falling back out of my mouth. So, yeah, I don't think traditional Portuguese food is my thing. All right. So the, all, all, even, even, delicious. Be, <clears throat> even, be, even more of a reason to do traditional Spanish. <laughs> me and, me and Mer- me like, and Mer- be like, look, look, babe, this is fucking good food. Not like your people's is it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, they eat a lot of sardines and uh, yeah. uh, garbage fish out of the sea. That's yeah. fair. They do. That is true. You they could have al- good wine. You could also do a. Uh, you could possibly do an IOU World Cup ticket for 2026 when it's going to be here in the states. You know. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Dude, it, 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 well, well, mm, Ronaldo won't be. He won't be at that one. This will be his last World Cup. Mm, I don't know. He might go limping into that one. Yeah, super. It, sub. it feels like a, it, it feels like a Tom Brady fucking swan song that that one. This mm. should be his last. Like for any normal person, this would be yeah. it. But yeah, there are going to be a lot of people that this is going to be their last. This is a change of a generation World Cup, right? Actually, but hey, man, look. When in doubt, the dumber dumber route. You know, throw that IOU out there. Like, it's as good as it's as good as a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> we will maybe go to a game in four and a half. We'll go to years. wherever Portugal's playing, and then they won't qualify. Well, yeah, and, and if Portugal does qualify, the other contingency is it's got to be on Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Seaboard, <laughs> New York, Philly, yeah, DC, Baltimore, Orlando, maybe Atlanta. Yeah, they draw like Vancouver. Yeah, <laughs> Damn. it's the worst place. <laughs> Damn, babe, don't you want to see Cameroon up in Philadelphia? Give you a good time. A lot of fun. <laughs> Their names are a real treat to say out loud. Yeah. Is when we were uh, speaking earlier about <clears throat> offending other people's cultures, and in Murr's case, you said your wife, who's Portugal, would be super offended if you're referred to as uh, Spanish. Murr, out of <clears throat> broadcasting school, got a job. At a was it was it an internet radio station in in Columbia, South Carolina, or was it an FM? No, FM? no, no, no. Listen, the internet was the internet was a bitch at that point. It was, it was an AM radio station. Thank you very much. AM radio station in Columbia, South Carolina. So, mind you, I was 
I think I was still I was still in, at Frostburg. <clears throat> I think I may have been home, you know, visiting uh, visiting during a break or something like that. But Murr Murr used to call me not frequently, but not infrequently. So I don't know once a week, once every other week, and was like, "Hey, man, look, I got to get some action. I got to get someone to call in and uh, and and go over this." Well, at the, I used to call in semi regularly. I think Murr, after you had you you along with a few other people who had gotten purged, gotten fired, you said, "I want you to call in and and make a prank phone call to this guy." And he was talking about gangs in South oh, Carolina. Talking about like uh, uh, what he described as Mexican gangs in South Carolina. Or, no, I did, people writing gang graffiti in in Spanish. And I and I kept <laughs> saying like, well, maybe the problem is these these white people they don't speak in, or they don't speak Mexican, so they can't understand it. Guys, <laughs> like I don't think that's it, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the Andy Thomas Radio Network. Oh, I cannot. I forgot about that. I saw that on. I had that on a flash drive somewhere. I saved that. Dude, that shit. That guy was the biggest fucking dolt. If Ron Burgundy was a real human being, <laughs> this was Andy fucking Thomas. It was amazing. He would take any call because there was like three a show. So he didn't have a choice whether he would. Let's, let's, let's go to the phones. Yeah, it's like, uh, all right. We have Frank from South Carolina. Then I would just, or Frank from Columbia. And I would just do my shittiest Frank station. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, How you doing? Yeah. Huh? yeah. All right. Look, uh, <laughs> maybe they're offended because they don't speak Mexican. They don't speak, right? speak Mexican. You know, they can't understand it. They can't read it. <laughs> but Andy Thomas's dumbass would then press the issue. Oh, what, what do you mean? You know, they don't know what it says. So they're pissed off about it. They just want, they'd like to read it. So they're not mad that it's there. They're just mad that they don't understand it. You know what I mean? <laughs> God, please find that. Oh, that's, that's probably great. all 20. That's good. I think he said something along the lines of like it not being community, com- like any type of communication, but it being like war paint. Like do not fucking do not walk here or we'll, we'll sabotage you. We'll cook you in a Spanish dish. Something like that. I don't know. Yes. Lots of saffron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, is that octopus? <laughs> oh, man. That octopus is delicious, bro. Uh, yeah, I, I know, man. Depending, anything's delicious and anything's terrible, too, depending on how it's prepared. Like, I could, like, cook yeah. you up a steak and I could just dunk it in, like, a garbage disposal's worth of, like, stew meat. And you'd be like, oh, this is terrible. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking prime rib, buddy. I I agree to an extent because I have had bear stew, uh, which was tasty. Um, but okay, so did your what? Did she do calamari? As I know, calamari is octopus. But did she do any like type of sliced calamari, or did she do like the fucking the hunks of like tentacle and and suction cups? She, she put the whole octopus head and all, like just de de beaked and de eyeballed, and then she like put it on the stove like no water mm-hmm. and these things obviously are filled with water they're a very porous animal and then the, like the, i guess the juices from the octopus start to leach out as it's like simmering on the stove and then she just dumped a bunch of rice and vegetables and all that shit and chopped it up and put so it became like an octopus stew but the liquid that created the stew was all octopus so it was just it was it was very pungent it was very it, in an odd fishy pungent, if you will. Okay. I don't know how to describe yeah. it. Right. I mean, like, that. Cause, cause but you like, need... yeah, if it was just fried, 
Right. You're, you're familiar with calamari. You understand. And uh, it, 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 uh... yes, I'm I'm familiar with Americans version of other people's food. I'm completely aware of it. Yes. Well, what I was going to tell you was I prefer like a calamari appetizer. My preference is not deep fried, just sauteed like that, as well as that being half the dish and the other half being like the tentacle part with like some chilies and, you know, sauteed in some some. Some butter, salt, pepper, or maybe a few other spices yeah. or badger. Hey, uh, Wes, do you remember when we worked at Tabrizi's? Uh, they had that baby octopus appetizer. That was delicious. It was incredible. It was delicious, man. Oh, yeah. God. So I don't know what the process is for harvesting baby octopi, but foof. Yeah. They, I, I think it was the sauce. That's That sauce he made. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking terrific. Well, he's so kind of like pomegranate joint but yeah baby octopus is terrific dude yeah he he's out he was out or is i'm assuming he's still alive was albanian so he's got but he also said he, he explained how he traveled throughout the mediterranean so i'm sure he's got some culinary tricks up his sleeve from from here and there but yeah uh uh Mer, when i first moved to the city i'd gotten a job at this would you consider it fine dining fine dining experience alan at tabrizi's yeah Sem- yeah close yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was. It's not like, like five star, like Michelin star, but it's like. I mean, yeah. Okay. Spread it pretty petty. You you could get a whole chef's table experience and shit. Like, right. yeah, it was high end. So 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 like okay like so like a grade above Denny's like right about like in I would that say area. like probably between like <laughs> yeah. a Chili's and a TGI Fridays. Oh <laughs> God damn! All right. They, ties or no ties? <laughs> we, we wore ties. The, the servers wore ties. Yeah, yeah, we wore ties. No, no, it was like we wore ties. You had to like, you had to present and pour wines and shit. And yeah. like, you had to use crumb catchers. Yeah, yeah, you had to use crumb catchers to clear the table. Like, yeah, so I mean, yeah, it was fine dining. Okay, I would say that. I think like the, the out they had the outside patio, which was a little more lax. It was, yeah, it was, it was a little more chill. So, we're, but we're. I worked there for about a month and then got referred Allen. I was like, Hey man, they're, they're hiring here. If you're, cause I remember you had said, like, Hey, if, if, if they're hiring down there, holler at me. Yeah. I came down. I think he was down the next day. And he's talking about you, you couldn't eat at your own will. You kind of had to, uh, you know, pick your spots. And I had tried a few of these octopuses, what he's talking about, but I used to go to the far back cooler and devour some pre-made like semi-frozen tiramisu. Just used to like fucking spoon that shit like four or five globs at a time while I was, <clears throat> you know, fetching something from the freezer for the chef. I very remember, uh, remember like giant bowls of carbonara. Yeah. Get, like, like almost like a, like a, like fucking, like a life rat from the chef. He was like, here's this fucking huge bowl of carbs. Why don't you eat up so you don't fucking die on shift? And everybody was just like, yeah. Uh, cream noodles. <laughs> yeah. So, and that, but that shit was delicious. So I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Hey, do, do you remember Do you remember the uh, head chef's name? Nope. Not at all. His name was Steve Miller. Oh, uh, yeah. How do you forget that shit? That is strange. Yeah. It yeah. seems like a very common name. Is just somebody in a band? He's <laughs> Miller. Yeah, touche. I did. Uh, didn't really, you know, I didn't talk to him a whole lot. I did uh, serve a chef's table though. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, like, that was, and I'd only been there for like I don't know, 
two weeks. So I was <laughs> I was in the fucking deep end. I was like, yeah, man, let just tell me. I I will go fucking do stand up comedy for these people, and you just let me know when run run out. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. That's right, dude. <clears throat> I remember working at fucking the pizza shop, man. Fucking Nino's in Northeast. All the Guatemalans in the back, and we, man, we had it made. We could make we, we could have anything we want. Like once a night, you could you know you got your your dinner. It was on the house until some fucko decided he was gonna make chicken tenders, a cheesesteak, a cheeseburger. A full thing of fries and a slice of pizza. And, and I just remember the owner be like, yo, that's too much, man. What are you doing? That's too much. Fucking Italian guy. Before that, we could go back and make our own fucking cheesesteaks. We could make it. As long as you made it, you could eat it. And it was glorious. But I remember all the Guatemalans in the back, like, slowly. I worked there for, like, four years. So, at first, they knew new, no English. And then, slowly, they learned our English. And I remember by, like, year four, we took the whole. We, they were, we were closing up one night. And we're like, hey, you guys want to come party with us? You're like, huh? Like, party with us? Oh, we we no, we 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 miss our ride. We'll we'll take you home, man. You come party with us. You take, dude. We got those guys fucked up, man. They didn't know what Americans fucking party like. <laughs> all all those herbs from down south, they made it here, buddy, and they're a little more potent than you're used to. <laughs> That's actually uh, also yeah. the the uh uh. uh a guy's been a guest on our show. We've talked about him a few times. Ryan, uh, Ryan, used, Ryan worked there for. Would you say Merck? A little more than a cup of coffee as a delivery driver. Okay, maybe the cup of coffee was still warm by the time he was done. But yeah, okay, <laughs> maybe I, I barely, I barely remember him working there. But I do remember that that's not a lie. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay, so the, they. <clears throat> Someone from that kitchen staff made like the hottest fucking habanero salsa you can imagine. And then Murr and a few other people layered it with, I don't know, like a, a millimeter's worth of cocktail sauce and then did a couple fried shrimp. And then Ryan comes, comes waddling <laughs> back from a, from a delivery and they're like, hey man, someone ordered some deep fried shrimp and didn't pick it up. You want any? And, and Murr's like, oh, or Ryan's like, yeah. And did, did, did the double swoop. Like the oh, bloop dude. and then the bloop on the other side. <laughs> almost more sauce than shrimp. <laughs> All right, there are two things that I love about this story. And that is it's it's one that fucking Ryan is absolutely the person to use a fucking fried shrimp as a shovel for whatever dip he's using. And then number two, number two, and I love Ryan. Ryan is absolutely the best person for this to have happened to. This is ab- this is absolutely an occurrence that would have happened to him as I know him. And I don't know him like super well, but I know him pretty good. Uh, and yeah, this sounds like a story that would happen to him. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's the thing with fantastic. the thing that I the thing with Ryan and Ryan, you know, God bless you, buddy, and you know how I feel. <laughs> it's just that he's he's equal parts willing to take the joke and equal parts willing to try to fight you and it's a, there's like a balance and it like eh, depending on who it is it, 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 that's what makes the comedy is like I'm gonna fuck you guys up are you because it's funny like, and then he starts to because you, you know this is funny right I know you want to fight everybody in the room but you know it's funny and you can finally at some point right before he wants to try to wrestling you like it's like 1996 it's like yeah if it wasn't me it would be funny and then he'll calm the fuck down (laughs) (laughs) still 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 farting that habanero sauce to this day um 
We got a combo bit for you on the news bit of the week. So the Wall Street Journal produced a uh, article titled, Sure, works ma- Work Makes Us Want to Swear, But Should You? So <clears throat> some people, some really smart people from some really smart organizations. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think it's called Santio. Um, did some studies. Basically... Uh, this past year has been absolutely resounding uh, from the exponential growth of work cursing, four-letter words, uh, poo-poo words, or poopy vocabulary, if you will. Um, So it also goes on to discuss some some, – some people giving you, give, giving you some insight on, on stories of their own, how they regretted it, doing it in particular situations around board members, and they never let them let it down. Uh, the Wall Street Journal does say <clears throat> the paradigm shift is changing. People are cursing more at work, but you shouldn't necessarily be a part of it. Um, Christ, that's wild because I curse a lot at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but aren't, aren't you – Construction. Construction industries. Yeah. yeah, and aren't you kind of in charge, like, in most situations? Like, I know you've got bosses, but, like, on well, your day-to-day operations, the people you're communicating with, you're above them, correct? Um, On my team, but I'm talking to customers a lot. Uh, so I kind of gauge their, <clears throat> you know, I, the, the only time I really do that on a first, like, uh, <clears throat> like a kickoff call or a, like, a first-time introduction, I'll say, like, an oh, shit moment, meaning... We have to have all of our bases covered in case the shit hits the fan. And <clears throat> that's never been met with any type of like <gasps> gasp. I'm telling your boss you're in trouble. Uh, but, I, you know, usually I give it two or three meetings to gauge like the crowd. But my, my, my the people I deal with, yeah, I mean, you know, engineers and, th- and stuff like I don't know, man. I, I we could we we violate HR policy each and every day when we talk some talk amongst ourselves. So. This this article was a bit, uh, you know, just a, a, a bit eye opening in that regard. My whole thing on cussing at work, though, is like, are we are we just lying to people when we don't use the language we mean to use? And aren't we in a more? I, I know it doesn't seem so, but aren't we in a more enlightened era? Isn't that what the internet is done? Isn't that kind of where I, I'm hoping that we're going? Is that like there's when it comes to politics? I think the reason people are so pissed off, like. You've got like the the Marjorie Taylor Greens and this Hawthorne asshole, and like people are starting to see through this stuff because they're more exposed to it. We've been exposed to foul language for so long that it's just part of the lexicon. Watch any TV; it's the reason streaming services are so much better than the net television shows because people on streaming shows speak like people speak. I just don't know why we're like pretending anymore that this isn't how people talk. I, I, I don't know. I guess if they're, I don't know. I, I, Alan, you seem to agree with me with your head nods. Like, yeah. like, where am I right? Where am I wrong? I mean, so in a professional setting, it's obviously obviously different. Like, we're talking to customers. You're not going to be able to go winging F-bombs around. Uh, and I say that as I do wing F-bombs around with some of my customers. But it, like, it it becomes the situation and how long the relationship has been. And it's a very unique kind of circumstance. You're not putting that shit in emails, obviously. Uh, and I personally cuss like a sailor. Like I cuss to like to my manager, like not at him, but like about stuff, you know what I mean? Like this is fucking stupid. Like, because it's dumb like, or like, about some process. And he kind of just like, like, he gets it. Uh, 
like it's for me profanity is colorful like i've always thought like i as i think where you are and wes you are to some extent are fascinated with language and the the written and spoken word like profanity is kind of an underlying indicator of verbal you know acuity like you it's a it's using the full breadth of the English language to get your point across and describe something. Yeah, it might have offended some people's sensitive ears. Maybe there's this good old American Christian values can't take fucks. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> fuck them. There you go. I mean, you could, that's poetic. Can't take fucks. Snip, you know what? Snip that fuck fucker up. <laughs> well, and I'm jaded, too, because working in radio, when we'd have a meet about, like, a promotion or a sales pitch that we're, you know, thinking about, you know, going after a client for, I mean, okay, here, just as an example, well, that's a dumb idea. Well, that's a dumb fucking idea. Like, there's an enhancement to how dumb the idea is by throwing the fucking in there. Like, you yeah. get it. Like, like I am, I'm, I'm like, it's a dumb idea. I'm slightly opposed to it. Well, that's a dumb fucking idea. I'm absolutely opposed to this. Like, you know, like, it, and it, it's just that one word. The only time we watched our mouths is when there was an actual client in the building or a listener in the building who won a prize or something like that. Otherwise, we were just full-on speaking like normal people. And the situation I'm in now, it's funny because if we're just shooting the shit with everybody at work, everything's on the table. But as soon as you get in trouble, for some reason, uh, you, like it's it's like the, it's like when you call customer service. As soon as you drop an f bomb, the, the conversation this conversation has ended. Like why? Because <laughs> I said fuck. Hey, what are you What are you talking about? I just don't know why. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just confused anymore. They like they can are people really that sensitive that they can't handle a couple of words? That really, only have meaning attached to what surrounds them. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. But I said, like, I, I, the times are changing. I think that, the, you know, the, 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 wheeze of the, the wheeze of the world, and by, by that I mean, people, like, of our age group are becoming, you know, we've been in the workforce now for 15 plus years. So, we're the norm. I was sitting at a table with my colleague and, you know, a friend of ours and another guy who we see at all these networking events. And we just slowly kind of realized, we, like, looked around the room and we were like, one dude that's my colleague was like, so you've been coming to this group for five years. Is it getting younger? And he's, she's like, yeah, look, like this is a table full of 30 somethings. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, five, when I first joined it, this was, it was me, 25, and like everyone else was like 60. You know what I mean? So it's, it, it, we're definitely, you're right. We're at that age group where we are starting to dominate the workforce and the retirement. The older crowd is starting to shift out. Hey, you know, I don't know about you. We like cussing. I know a lot of people like cussing. Uh, yeah. Our, our age group. It's like being real. And I, you know, and I, it's also like, um, like tattoos, you know, that used to be a big deal. Like, you you know, even I have never gotten tattoos like below my short sleeve t-shirt line because I, you know, like, I'm still from the generation where it's like, well, you know, you might be making a decision that will affect all of your career moves for the rest of your life. And now, you know, you go to a doctor's office and they fucking tatted up to their fucking wrist. They don't give it. Nobody. I'm I'm glad that nobody gives a shit about that anymore. It feels like this is just the next one. Like, okay, you see how I preach myself. Now, can I please express myself the way I normally do? Can we all just be adults? I'd love to go to a doctor's like, all right, let's take a look at your chart here. Whew, you're fucked up, man. 
Seriously, I know what that means. I don't understand all of your doctor's bullshit where you're talking about stuff you learned in medical school over seven years. No, you're fucked up. Oh, how? Well, your lungs are shit. God damn it. You know, like that would make the that would make the experience that much easier and more concise and tell me what I need to fix and let's move on yeah. with our lives. And I think you touched on another thing is like, you know, it's like that, that the use of profanity in language is workers of a couple things. Fucking uh you know, the, your verbal acuity, but also honesty. Like most people who, who cut more tend, tend to be a little bit more honest. Like the West, I, I cuss a fucking lot. I am unapologetically blunt. Like I don't, I don't care. And I, you know, and I do that even in the work setting and some, like I know how to dial it back a little bit, but at the same time, like I'm not, and I'll tell you, I'm not going to, this is not going to be enjoyable for you. Like I'm Sorry. <laughs> we got to this situation because you did something dumb and here is the evidence of you doing something dumb so how do we fix the dumb thing that you did and by we i mean you <laughs> yeah i would rather you just cuss at me because yeah if, you, if you're if, if you're really blunt with out cussing it it hurts more it, i don't know there's just more sting and more pain because then you, you have to find all those crafty words that really make you like adult yeah, but it wasn't even crafty words. Like, I just said that, and I would absolutely say that to somebody that I work with. And, like, it's fine. Like, there were some crafty words there. It was pretty, it was straight to the point. You did something bad, dumb, and now we're in trouble, and we got to figure it out. So, by we, I mean you. How, what are we going to do? Tell me. You tell me the answer. And because, and like, and look, my, I always stand by here. Get this. You get to have that friendly conversation with me who's not yelling at you. Is just very disappointed. I get to go talk to the customer who's definitely going to tell me to fuck myself. Mm -hmm. So just put that in your back fucking pocket yeah. while you think I'm an asshole. Well, well. <clears throat> speaking of uh, individuals who got upset at work and started using four-letter words, uh, a gentleman who uh, works as an Easter bunny at St. Clair uh, Square Mall in Fairview Heights, Illinois, uh, <clears throat> was... Accused of assaulting a Fairview Heights police officer Thursday night. You guys hear about this? Uh, was chased down, was actually uh, seen as the threat. He was tased and arrested. But, uh, I mean, what do you think this guy just had enough? Said, fuck it. I'm done being the Easter Bunny. And then uh, he could have attacked. Why did he just attack a customer? Why did he have attack an officer? See, that's the thing. That's the, that's the small detail you left out. Is it? Not only was he cursing at everyone, he was off. So tased while wearing an Easter Bunny costume. <laughs> Sorry, do the bunny dance. He's an energizer. <laughs> Stop now! <laughs> he keeps going, going. That would have been funny if they had like duct tape fucking uh, symbols to his fists. Ugh. <clears throat> the U.S. Carson. I wonder what's going to happen to this guy. Fairview Heights, Illinois. I've never heard of that town. Maybe it's dreary. Maybe he was just sick of being the Easter Bunny. Maybe both. Well, okay. At least it's not too hot out right now. I'm not sure what the temperature in Illinois is uh, last week. Uh, you know, but just yeah, it being having to deal with children, especially in that setting. The Easter Bunny is like, come on, that's like third tier fucking holiday outfit, dude. You know, <laughs> like. I mean, what do you got? You got Santa. I mean, I guess. Is he second fiddle to Santa? Yeah. Who, what, what's the next? 
next best holiday costume guy you got to walk around as? Nothing. Santa the Easter no, Bunny. There, is there one? St. Pat, but, same, but, but like, nobody um, knows that. But, yeah, but really? I mean, the drop off, the drop off from Santa the Easter Bunny, that's a fucking yeah. cliff, man. And and nobody respects the Easter Bunny. As like, a matter of don't even yeah, respect Easter Bunny. The, the people who wrote a Christmas story made fun of people dressing up as the fucking Easter Bunny on a Christmas yeah. movie. No, like, you're right. And I think my, uh, my, my argument to this is like, fucking. Yeah, nobody like everybody loves Santa Claus. You're a kid. You're like that's that's first of all, it's a human person. I fucking freaked out because of this fucking giant felt bunny uh, as a small child whose mind maybe can't understand it yet. And fucking like you're jacked up around Christmas time. Presents are coming. It's fucking it's it's festive. You're eating eating sweets and getting fat and fuck being merry. Right? Easter, fucking weird. Got to put on a suit. Got to go to church. Fucking whack. Church is long, longer on Easter than other days. <clears throat> fucking right. Easter Bunny, fucking weird. You know what I mean? It's just a totally different experience. There's really no payoff for for Bunny. Yeah, your parents dressing you up in fucking pastel colors. Yeah, what's I'm yeah. all about. You know, Ooh, no, 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 sweater no. vests yeah. in fucking April. Like, what? come on, man. <laughs> Fuck am I doing here? Why? Okay, why is it? Okay, the Easter Bunny's been around obviously in our entire lives and our parents' entire lives. Everybody got their story straight with Santa, right? I mean, everybody's got their own little like nuances, like you know, family by family. There's a little bit of a different story with Santa, but generally speaking, like the core is there. The roots of the tree of Santa are strong. Nobody's got their story <laughs> straight with the Easter Bunny. Like, why is this motherfucker coming hopping through my fucking yard on fucking yeah. one, one like I don't know, like random day? spring like it's not even like it's not even a set date everybody's like when's easter i gotta go to wikipedia to figure that shit out (laughs) i just realized that this sunday because my kids all school tomorrow that's the only reason i know easter's coming up why don't we have her straight with the fucking easter bunny yeah easter's more important than christmas technically yeah and you somehow had to convince your children that the easter bunny shit plastic eggs that could crack open perfectly in half and inside of those plastic eggs were reese's and Three Musketeers, Snickers, Milky Ways. I did it right for my kid this year, man. Fucking like the the legit fucking um, Reese's eggs. Like not the not the little not the minis. I got the regulars, and I got a whole shit ton of them. And they're gonna go in all his little eggs in the backyard, so they can can melt themselves and deform to the sides of the plastic egg before he finds them out in the fucking sun. Nice. Yeah. It's gonna be good. It's going to be good, man. Do you tell your kid uh, the Easter Bunny shits plastic eggs? I don't even... I haven't told him shit. I've Did just you? told him the Easter Bunny's coming. That's it. That's the only through line with the Easter Bunny. It's like, Easter Bunny's coming. And he never <laughs> asked, like, why? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> why? Because Jesus rolled a stone away from a cave and rose up. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah. Excuse yeah, me? Some, some incredible miracle happened like 2,000 years ago, but this yeah, fucking bunny. The only white guy in the Middle East like 2,000 years ago fucking died and then rewoke up and moved a ton of stone out of the way to go see his dad up in the sky. Wasn't the wasn't the stone slash, you know, burial grounds, wasn't, wasn't that protected by armored guards as well? Oh, yeah, there was like Roman guards, too. So they, maybe they those guys. maybe this guy was a metaphor. Like, he, you know, Jesus was dressed up as the Easter buddy, fucking moved the rock, came out, beat these guards up. This fucking guy beat a guard right. up. 
and what? Fairview Heights, oh. Illinois. <laughs> so, so Jesus like front kicked the guy like a kangaroo in the outback. <laughs> just like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> he was fucking Jesus, of course. I mean, kangaroo kick or savant fucking hoist it, Gracie. I don't know. Then he hopped away, shitting colorful eggs. <laughs> <laughs> This is all no. the plastic What's you it? put in me after you killed me. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. It's insane is the story of Jesus' resurrection is actually more believable than the Easter Bunny. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're equally not believable. <laughs> What's yeah, it? good times. Do what it, I think the bunny thing is it's just it comes out. Uh, it, it's a springtime thing, right? Spring's here. Bunnies uh, are bumping around. Uh, I think so. I think there's some symbolism to like the Virgin Mary, uh, for some odd reason, because uh, because why not, right? Fucking right. religious symbolism. Uh, and but it it really like I think originated the same way as fucking basically the same way as Christmas. Like they were like, yeah, man, we've got this fucking this symbol that brings treats and it judges the children to be good or bad before it can get treats. And we're going to do it around this time of Easter time because it's also religiously significant. It's a way for us to manipulate our children into good behavior. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's really like almost legitimately the same basic fucking thing just in springtime. Yeah, but at least like St. Nicholas was a real guy. No, Chris Kringle and all that shit. Like <laughs> the Easter Bunny's a fucking. Yeah, it's just a bunny. De- it's like a. Anthropomorphic demon from another world, totally a pagan motherfucker that just somehow squeezed his way in. I think about how old that shit is because it's because rabbits breed so much in, in the spring, and so you know, plentiful harvest, bountiful harvest, yada yada. No. Easter bunnies. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, I, was, I knew there was something. All right, so this is what Wikipedia says: the idea that the hare or the rabbit could reproduce without the loss of virginity led to association with the Virgin Mary. Uh, so yeah, that was part of it as well. I I I had to think that there might be like an L. Well, no, who uh, Bob Lazard twist to this, where um, you know somewhere etched in some stone somewhere is that the super Easter Bunny, the super mega powerful Easter Bunny, helped the aliens uh, construct Easter Island. Mm. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. some Makes big sense. like six and a half foot bastard fucking. Uh, who who was the animal that we talked about last week that poops in squares? Those big uh, I don't know, but those I do remember what animal was that? Wombats. Wombats. Yeah, wombats. You know, like the uh, wombat Easter Bunny. Just I like, like this theory because because nobody knows where those heads came from, right? Them stone heads. Maybe the Queen Easter Bunny <laughs> shit those heads out as a marker for all of the other bunnies to come there right. to migrate there, mm-hmm. dude. Look it up. The Easter Island heads have bodies. They've been excavating those motherfuckers for years now. Wait, what? And the problem? Yeah, look, look <laughs> it up. Easter Island head bodies. Um, what sucks about it though is it ruined them. There's something like more terrifying about like if you were on a ship and like you were like cruising through and you just saw these heads hanging up out of the ground. Like there's something like I don't know intimidating about that. But then when you see their dopey body, like oh. You would just laugh them off and be like, fuck these people. Let's go rape and pillage, boys. What do you say? <laughs> Which is crazy, though. Damn. Are you still, checking it out now? Yeah. You still think there aren't aliens, Wes? 
Yeah, screen share that shit. Show that thing, man. That it, it that's wild, and that just shows you how much Earth is piled up. Like, yeah, like, you On know, uh, shit. yeah. Because those head, those heads themselves are like sixteen feet tall, and then there's bodies, which means those things are like 30, 40 feet tall. Yeah. So what? How, how long have they been excavating these things for? Ex, ex excavating these like, things for? I don't know, like 15, 20 years. Like they figured it out. One of them started like there was like a landslide or something, and someone's like, "Huh, there's more under there." Yeah. And then they started you know, digging. I'm not gonna lie though, that feels like a failure of science to me. Because like I would be like, well, why would you just put a head there in their body? You think? Well, we like, I don't know, ground penetrating radar, or sonar, or whatever that thing. Just take a take a peek. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a single fucking scientist ever put that two and two together. It was like, don't no, no, heads go on top of bodies. Well, we <laughs> let me see if there are bodies down there. And I'm willing to bet. And this is why people don't trust science as much as they should, or maybe rightfully so. I'm not sure. I'm on the fence. It is because. <laughs> Then, exactly what you said, they created an entire whimsically made-up story about the culture of these people based on just the heads. And then that guy had to fuck go into solitude after the, yo, there's a body there, too. Like, oh, remember that shit I talked about, the Easter Island people? Yeah. I, I just, I, yeah, let's, let's Some, burn no, those, I think science, that's, would you? Science isn't think, perfect. Yeah, I think that's, the, that's, that's, that's perfectly fine. It's like, science has never settled. It can be almost settled, but it's really never settled because, fuck, we don't know what's happening. We're just here. We're just nature. We're just pieces of nature. We'll, we'll figure it out. Or we won't. <laughs> One of the... <laughs> Shit. Ah, well, that uh, that settles that. Curse at work more. And, uh, you know, love the Easter Bunny. Make up whatever story you can about it to appease your children as to why they're eating... Cadbury cream eggs, which are fucking delicious, by the way. I don't care what anyone says. Because uh, <clears throat> uh, Jesus pooped them out. Yeah, that's right. On after, dude. I, yeah. Why you do that, man? Now I got to talk about the Cadbury egg, man. That was a fucking treat. My dad would never buy them for us. And the original Cadbury eggs, that cream inside was not whipped. I don't know how, how many Cadbury eggs. Alan, you probably never had a Cadbury egg back in the 80s. Like, they were big, dude. They were like the size, like you. They were like the size of your fist as a kid, and wow. when you bit into them, they were like, they they weren't whipped, so they were like a regular, like thick, like imagine your coffee creamer, but then you dumped like yeah. three teaspoons of sugar in there and just stirred it. It yeah. was runny, and that should get everywhere, and it was glorious. And now they put like a whipped center in there. They're stiff, and they don't like fucking go everywhere, and they're smaller. Anyway, oh, yeah. no. my- so I don't I haven't had one probably since I was a young, young child uh, because maybe a hot take and unpopular. Opinion, but they're absolutely fucking garbage. Uh, they're, oh, they're, I agree. They're garbage candy. Uh, they're on par with fucking Necco wafers. Uh, like they're just terrible. And I love everything chocolate. But that is how you ruin chocolate. Leave it to the English to ruin chocolate. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I hate them. I think so. that was the problem is my dad would only buy me and my brother one Cadbury egg once a year and then you'd eat it and then you're like, Is that good? And you wouldn't know and then like next year I'll try it again. And then well, you're, you're, you're a child it's just fucking pure sugar, so you're like, Yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, hmm. no, it's terrible. They're fucking awful. Sorry, Wes, you said Cadbury. I but, you know, man, but then you like them, hey man, good for you. 
Good I don't like them. I hate them. No, I especially man. hates now. They're like what? Like them? Yeah, I do. I, I yeah. I mean, nothing more you're telling me is uh, going to turn me off. No, can't change yeah, my no, mind. Yeah, no, I don't want. I don't want you to. Please, somebody needs to eat them pieces of shit. <laughs> also, <laughs> now, now the longest running unedited commercial uh, in television history, I believe, the Cadbury uh, egg commercial, the bunny. Yeah, well, where they have like the, no, where they're trying out the different Cadbury egg, um, like uh, what do you call it? Not logos, uh, mascots. Uh, it's like got the lion. It's like, rawr. yeah. And it's got the bunny ears on. Bunny yeah. Ears. Oh yeah. yeah. They've never, they've never changed it, and it's the only commercial we have, and it's been on for thirty-five years. Brand name, Joe. Brainwashed people into thinking they should eat them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do it seasonally too. Like they see it, and people just kind of like reminded. Oh, geez, fuck! I need to get out, buy some cranberry. I can't, I can't remember if that's terrible or not. Let me buy one. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, it's just like peeps. Like you only get they, dude. The fucking like, imagine the peep factory in like fucking like late February. Like, oh, hey, you guys got scrub those fucking scrub those molds down, boys. <laughs> We're making the we're making budget this year. Scrub those tips. <laughs> Scrub the tips. Wait, you can clean right. those? <laughs> it's just uh, just people in different pastel colored jumpsuits yeah, milling right. out of factory. <laughs> yeah. Duh, shit. Well, we're gonna move on uh, to a segment before Fun Fact Friday that we know as friend or foe. That's right, my friends. It's time to read a news story to you. Let me know if you agree or disagree, friend or foe. And it goes like this. Chipotle is testing tortilla chip-making robots to combat the labor shortage. A robot will soon be making your tortilla chips at Chipotle. Um, addressing the company's partnership with Chipotle, Miso Robotics CEO Michael Bell told Cavuto uh, Coast to Coast on Friday that tortilla chip-making robots will combat the labor shortage in the U.S. and suggested that automation is the only solution. The restaurant industry had a labor gap before the pandemic. The pandemic just accelerated the big gap between the number of jobs available for labor, and they are stressing that the labor shortage isn't going away anytime soon, and so now there's a big demand to automate tasks in the restaurant industry. So friend or foe, Tortilla making robots. Is this just the tip, if you will, of the spear? Or um, is this just a, a fad that's going to, you know, go to the wayside as more people start to be able to fast drug test because they smoked way too much weed during the pandemic? Wes? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brief and I'm uh, I'm gonna hold off on my friend or foe simply because I know Alan has probably a 10 minute fucking rant to go on about this. So it's not even, it's not even, 10, it's not even that long, honest, just fucking hate Chipotle. It's going to be better than it, mine. And I, it, I believe I called it the Burger King of fucking of what fast food place, the Burger King of Mech Tex-Mex fast food places. I mean, was the terminology I use. And I mean that in every sense of the word, it is second place to fucking Qdoba in every possible category you could imagine. Uh, so, look, I'll, I'll, I won't go into a 10-minute long thing. You could argue with me, if you would like, on, on whether or not Chipotle is inferior to Qdoba. You'll be wrong if you try to go otherwise. I just need you to know that. Uh, but, yeah, fucking go ahead. Let them make chips. They're subpar anyway. So is their guac. If you're into it, fucking eat garbage chips made by robot. Perfectly fine. <clears throat> so, Alan's point is... is a robot or a dropout making your tortilla chips will not enhance the quality 
of the food. Therefore, let a fucking raccoon make it on a garbage can lid in the back. I'll, if you eat it, it's your own peril anyway. So Probably make it better. <laughs> so, all, all I was going to say this- is I hope the robot looks like Rosie from the Jetsons. That's all I was going to say. Just Very so, good, and 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 I'm I'm, I'm I'll be friend, but uh, I, Alan does make a great point. I mean, I don't go to Chipotle to be moved by Mexican food. I go to Portuguese food places to be moved by Mexican food. But, but I know, but but um, at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I, I've never been disgusted by a burrito. I've never gotten one of those things. And be like, Ugh, Jesus, what the hell is this? Um, and the same same for Cadova, but. Uh, <clears throat> I know why, why like are they why are they starting with the tortilla chips though? Why not? Because like, it's the easiest to automate. Because all you have to do is like flatten out some flour paste and fucking basically heat it up till it's crisp, and that's then you're done. Yeah, it's e- I mean it's easy automation. Are you gonna have to? Well, is it, is it is it gonna be? It's not going to be like I said, a Rosie from the Jetsons, like a person sized. Robot no, fucking flicking things. Belt. Yeah, okay, all right. It's going to be like a fry maker at, at McDonald's. At, at, Basically, you know. yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. That's all. Whatever. I, I'm with Actually, Rosie from the Jetsons thing. Rosie was thick. That would be dope if you saw one of those. I might go to Chipotle, but only to pick up like a Nantucket nectar because that's probably the only beneficial thing that comes out of there. Rosie was thick. Bro, that was like the Tin Man with a fucking red... You know, you shut your whore mouth. Don't you dare talk about Rosie that way. And and but you fake. see, you see, you see those hands though, man. They were just C clamps. Yeah. Imagine what they can get themselves on. <laughs> She's like fucking. I need uh uh, like aluminum eyelids that poked out. You're fucking outside of your mind. Give me the share. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. He can't share the Easter Island fucking bodies, but he can share fucking. I tried. He, I was. He didn't oh, give me the share. Sorry, I didn't hear you. This guy, like, I'll share you. Come on, I'll share you, buddy. <laughs> you you tell me Rosie wasn't thick. Look at that. Look at that donk. Get out of here. She doesn't have, have a donk. No, that, that that was a that was a trash can. That's where she like you know mobile pick stuff up and put it back there. That's what, that's what they call it. Yeah, but they, <laughs> a donk <laughs> a donk can. <laughs> yeah, can. Now that you're showing that mouth, I'm like, who? Yeah, maybe. All right. And he's right. See, clamp hands. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. you could program it for, so where it would talk uh, like Rosie Perez? Like, why don't you just make all the tortilla chips? I hope so. <laughs> I hope God. not. Jesus, that was the most unattractive thing about Rosie Perez. It's uh, you go. You only get two choices: it's either that or Rosie O'Donnell. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. This wins. Okay. You're... God, I think all the thoughts I had just went out my fucking brain because of that. Thank you for that, <laughs> fucking Alan. Um, like, I'm not against automation. It's just. I don't know, man. Like, enhance everything else then. Like, if you're saving money on one spot, like, this is the problem I think people are going to see very, very soon. Like, I'm not even against, like, paying fast food workers the $15 an hour, but all of your products need to look like your fucking advertisements. They all need to look like the picture. Like, I remember back when I worked at the gas station on 95, we would send somebody out at, like, 7 a.m. every fucking morning to go get an all breakfast. And there was this old fucking lady that worked at the back of McDonald's at 7 to fucking probably 8 a.m. And she would make what looked like the picture-perfect Egg McMuffin. 
and we would get like the corners, like the two slices of cheese would be equally fucking rotated. So the corners were dripping down in equal but opposite locations. Oh, they're fucking, and they tasted glorious because they looked glorious. If you're going to save money in one spot, enhance all the other spots of what you're doing. Totally ain't doing that shit. They're not going to do that shit. McDonald's is going to do that shit. They're going to put their video screen, fucking touchscreen iPads up to order off of. And your food's going to come out crappier, and you're going to hire employees, and you're going to overpay them. I don't mind overpaying a fucking fast food worker as long as the fast food is above the quality of what fast food's supposed to be. So, I guess I'm friending in some capacity on this. Just give me my shit. You're, wait, so you're friend on having robots? Is that what I'm friend on having robots make fucking tortilla chips. I just, I'm, but uh, well, there's a contingency there. I'm friend on having robots make my tortilla chips as long as they enhance everything else they're doing in the store. If they're saving, if that means that you can have somebody freed up to put some extra love and season and spice into the rest of the product, mm. then I'm okay with you cutting a corner on a corner that can be cut. But then enhance where you've saved. Yeah. No. Okay. I I could get behind that. I like that. Yeah. Like if they're if you got a robot making tortilla chips, maybe like actually grill your chicken and don't drip some smoke flavor on it like a Burger King popper. You know what I mean? Like just a little extra step. Hold on. Huge difference. Hold on. I'm gonna defend Burger King for just a second, man. Because let me tell you something. Working in a town, okay, like where Burger King is like the center of town, like literally in Elkton, the Burger King on 40 is like the center of town, like town, like 1 p.m., like after they've had that fucking broiler on for about an hour and lunch shift is just coming to an end and there's just a smoke billowing out, the smell of fucking like, oh, and they, they, they actually broil their frozen patties, all right, so... Let's not talk too much shit. It smells great. That's fair. Them frozen patties got smoke flavor on them though from the factory. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. But like I said, second in every category, it's perfectly fine. Kidope is better. That's, that's that's it. Fuck fuck your tortilla chips. Also, why are you getting tortilla chips from any of these places? Go get go make yourself some guacamole. It takes like ten seconds. It's filler. Buy some Tostitos. It's no, because filler. they charge like four dollars for that shit. It's oh, outrageous. I don't eat a Chipotle. I ate one fucking Chipotle burrito yeah. one time, and I was like, "That's too much food for me. I can't do that." And it's like, and at the time, I was like, seven bucks is too much for a burrito." Now it's probably like fourteen bucks, dude. Five Guys, they they open a Five Guys. Man, I went in there, I checked the prices. I was like, "Fuck you, Five Guys. Fuck all yeah. five of you. I'm not paying. I'm not paying sixteen dollars for a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah, Fuck I you." Never- it never go there because of that. Good day. Even though it's the best Wait, goddamn it. Nah, it's okay. It's pretty good. It's I mean, it is. But for the price you go pay, go go to a nice restaurant, get yourself a burger, get your get you fucking, you know, good handmade shit. That shit's still fast food. Yeah, nah, but nah, man. Like, look, if I'm gonna pay nine dollars for a sit down burger, I still think Five Guys is a better tasting fucking burger, but. Not for six. Well, you live up in fucking hell. You don't got the burgers we got down here, brother. Yeah, come on, true. come on down. We'll take you to some burgers. Bye. Yeah, well, but maybe if you automate them. You ever, you ever had a you ever had a burger made out of fucking kangaroo? It's delicious. Mm. <laughs> you ever had an octopus? You ever had an octopus burger? We'll get you one of those. 
<laughs> well, <there's laughs> no problem, bud. Ground octopi. For you. And where do you stand, Wes? What was what was your friend? Fr- friend. Um, I mean, I, this is the if uh, if it was like if it was anything else, I might be foe. But you know, the, the chips, whatever. Fuck it. Get out of my way. Conveyor belt. Pump them out. Dump them in. Create the perfect portion size. Then have Ron, who was going to make the tortilla chips, get it promoted to the con queso fucking dip. Yeah, man. Like and put some, <laughs> put some love in it, baby. Yeah. Also, like I don't Not know your love, but like you know. I, we were just discussing the whole disgusting meat sacks thing a little earlier, and uh, <laughs> you know, if we could take the other disgusting meat sacks that I don't know away from my food stuffs, and maybe like I don't know, put them somewhat like. Tons of potholes need filled. Tons of fucking, like, lots of other very useful things that can happen in society. Let's, get, let's give them jobs doing that stuff. You know? Perfectly fine. I don't need... I, robots can make my food. I'm okay with that. Mm. All the way? Can they serve it? Yeah. I don't give a fuck who gives me my food. I don't give a shit. <laughs> is it hot? And is it, That's basically it. Like, robots don't have spit. Know if they're having a bad day, robots mm. don't have hair that just comes off of their human meat bodies. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'll, yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> we would probably start on like tracks, like railroad tracks that you know, like kind of you know, yeah. not, not, not not like a Rosie from the Jetsons. Like, I I have the bison yeah. burger. Who had that medium? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you. the experience I want is like every time I watch like some like food show and they talk about sushi in Japan and they have that little like railroad track thing that goes through the sushi restaurant and like they it like the little like train brings you your food. Yeah. Like I want that. I don't care. I don't need a server. Fuck a server. Just extra money coming out of my pocket. I don't want I got tip a robot. I don't care how my food mm. gets to me. Just fucking bring it. Yeah. I just, found out there's one here in Towson. Uh we haven't gone to yet, but we went to one in London. And that's just dope. There was like one person there. There's one dude. Wow. And he was just like, here's, do you need any drinks? And yeah, that was it. Like, you guys need some, you guys need, need some more, and you need some more orange soda? Got you, bro. Here you go. And then like shit would just come by. And it was like color coded and you pull it off. And then what you did was you had a stack of the plates and the color coded plates. You just, he just counted them all up and, and there's your, there's your shit. By the way, I now know why Chinese restaurants have destroyed Japanese restaurants in America. Because I wanted to go, I wanted to get sushi, but I don't know anything about sushi. Okay. And, and they name all their shit what it is. Uh-huh. But see, here's what the Chinese, the Chinese people did. <laughs> they, they were like, General So's chicken. Mushu. They told you what it is at the very end. Whereas, like, the Japanese are like, like, well, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a C. You know, like, tell me what I don't know how to order it. So, yeah. I was gonna go, I was gonna go to that fucking like legit like sushi place in Perryville, West. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what it is. You need like, a, you need like a glossary. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, what's, what's fucking, what's Ebe? Oh, okay, cool. What's, what's Uni? Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So I, I just said, I just said, maybe, maybe next time. I said maybe I'll get West to like write me a fucking like list of things I should eat, <laughs> and then and then I'll go buy well, it. Look, and hey, then, hey, but until then, 
I think I can say like I think I can say confidently that you know I, I think I've understood your palate just a little bit. Uh, so get you get you like a shrimp tempura. Uh, <laughs> But right, what do you think, Wes? Yeah, Could I mean, like, like a, a shrimp, like, a, like a, some sort of uh, breaded uh, fried shrimp yeah. with a, like, a hab- like a habanero <laughs> dip, like a haban- yeah, a, wrapped in rice, like a, haban- uh, a habanero dip. To uh, look around the menu, typically most most places worth their salt because this is America. We'll just fry a whole fucking roll. Oh yeah. So just figure figure out which that one is. Yeah. You know, whatever's inside, it doesn't really fucking matter. It's fried. Just eat it. Yeah. Uh, if you're yeah. really really nervous, like a like a good like a good fried rice. And I, I know that place does good fried rice. And then you could you add add the protein, add the pork, chicken, shrimp, a surf and turf, you know, whatever you want. Yeah. By the way, just you said you said the the fried the fried roll, Alan. Get back. Egg roll. There ain't no egg in that motherfucking roll. This is just a fucking like yeah, egg roll. Like oh, I know what eggs are. It's, it's, egg, it's, like, it's egg wash. That, is it egg, is that why? Yeah, right. Take wash that that, that 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 creates the binder on the uh, on, on 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 the actual roll. They like hold together. Yeah, it's the most insignificant ingredient <laughs> on the entire fucking <laughs> yeah. egg, egg wash roll. I mean, what do you want? What do you want? Vegetable roll. I've seen those. <laughs> I know, but it's with like cabbage and lettuce and pork yeah. and. Right. It would be stuff. better if they were like Chinese cabbage taco with mini shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I got it. That sounds pretty good. That's why they give them free of every meal. Burr is right, man. Like, they, never, they nailed it. Yeah. It like, All right. Descriptor, protein. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want? What do you want in your egg, Foo Young? Do you want shrimp? Do you want chicken? Same shit. It's just fried an egg. And fucking put gravy on it. I feel, like, I feel like they would do well with an American consultant, like we just talked about. Yeah, like all right, look, uh, I went through the menu and we're going to make some changes here. These are no longer be going to be known as egg rolls. They're going to be in whatever you just said, Alan. What was it? Deep fried cabbage, <laughs> carrot, pork rolls, Chinese, Chinese cabbage tacos with mini shrimps. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> like I. <laughs> That's, that's like their garbage food. That's the food that they just like entice you with. Like, hey, free in every bag. Like, no, you could charge five dollars for this if you called it something else. Yeah, yeah, and, and then just go down the menu. Just look, and then we're we're going to appease the uh, the idiots around here. Yeah, yeah, like that's uh, that's mushed up salmon uh, circled in rice uh, with some celery. Right. And <laughs> what what is that? Uh, that's salmon wrapped in rice and seaweed paper, and we sprinkled some fucking fish eggs on top. <laughs> all right, another thing, we're getting rid of all the eel. Yeah, this motherfucker ain't eating this shit. Uh, we we squirted eel sauce on it. We, it's not really made from eels, and I don't know why we call it that, but eel sauce, it's delicious. <laughs> we're gonna call this soft fish with can uh, 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 a soy reduction. This is this is fucking <laughs> this is this is sea urchin with a little bit of wasabi because sea urchin tastes like dirt, and we wrapped <laughs> it in rice. Here you go. Yeah, you print it. Okay, we're gonna have to use some uh, some lighter fonts, and we're gonna have to uh, finagle a few things to square this up, both left and right side of each page. But hey, all right, and we're gonna get rid of these pictures. These motherfuckers don't want to see dead fucking goldfish flopping around. You roll, you rolling <laughs> no, no, them up, no, no. all right? I wonder if we could get like adventurous 
the sushi restaurant to let us rename their whole menu for a little while. We should take a, we should take a crack at it. See what we come up with. Yeah, I mean, you're the you're the people person. You're the marketing person. You roll yeah, in there. Me and Mur will be behind you, and you can see these these are my colleagues. We'll give the friendly like, mm, and then you go. We got to go in in tuxedos though. You could do that. Sure. It might not be the setting for a tuxedo, but <laughs> I'll wear one. <laughs> you let me do the selling, sir. <laughs> you do the looking. Alan does the selling. Exactly. (laughs) Well, uh, yes, Christ. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Excuse me. Man, really went on off the rails there, guys. Whatever. (laughs) All right. It's time to go really off the rails. Fun fact Friday. That's right, my friends. It's time for five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday brought to you by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. You can find them on Facebook if you're a pussy with pain below your knee and above your ankle. You can find some like-minded motherfuckers like yourself to give you advice that's not medical or effective. Find them. The Shin Splints Recovery Group on Facebook. Let's get to it. O-M-G. Facts. Did you know Subway was started by 17-year-old Frederick DeLuca who was only looking for a way Pay for medical school. The Frederick DeLuca name rings a bell. Paying for medical school, medical school doesn't. And I don't know. I feel like I came across DeLuca's name when. Remember when Jared got caught doing uh, uh Kids. yeah, and his <laughs> name rang up. And I think I think he uh, I think he made, had to make a public sta- public statement, just kind of a PR move. Um, and then I kind of. Dug, dug in about, I was like, ooh, maybe he's in on the plot. Well, no, this guy's just a you know, normal CEO. No, we just found a guy who had a story, and we gave him a job telling his story. And he diddled kids. Eh, not really our fault. But, you know, they did make that guy a millionaire before he went to prison for, you know, creating a child sex ring. Yeah. DeLuca. <laughs> That's the problem. Law school. And he never went to well, law no, school. but medical school. That, but medical the thing school. is, and this is okay. He started Subway and then got on and then became a doctor. I'd respect him, I guess. I, I don't, I don't hate anybody for making money, but it just tells me that uh, old Frederick DeLuca was just going into medicine because medicine's where the money was. And then once he started making money, he was like, ah, fuck medicine, <laughs> go fucking give people fucking, uh, you know, chicken bacon ranch sandwiches on cake bread, and and then I'll start a medical practice and treat them for diabetes. You see, that's why Subway does so well. The chicken bacon ranch. Mmm. Alan, what were the tacos again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just say, I mean, the man's a genius, right? Do you ever had a sweet onion chicken teriyaki? Oof, it fucking oh tastes like diabetes. Uh, and I kind of want one. I hate fucking Subway, and I kind of want a sweet onion chicken teriyaki now. So, I mean, hey, business model. Yeah, no, the chicken bacon ranch was my go-to, man. Chicken bacon ranch on Italian urban cheddar with fucking cheddar cheese. You know what I really, that's good. really appreciate about the chicken bacon ranch is that it wasn't really a thing until they made it. And then, like, restaurants across the world were like, you want that shit on pizza, bro? Yes, absolutely the fuck I do. Would you like just a chicken breast sandwich with bacon and ranch? Like, 
gourmet style, not Subway style? Absolutely. Hit me up with that. That sounds amazing. Was that buttermilk ranch? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> it is certainly like a f- funny when it, when it uh, instead of trickle down, trickles up. Subway does yeah. the chicken bacon ranch, and then yeah, the gourmet pizza joints. You're like, oh, this is a uh, this is a pita bread with with uh, or, or organic farm raised chickens and homemade buttermilk ranch dressing. Mm. You can get one from like the Petri fucking you know. It's got like fucking baby milk from the ranch is made from milk from baby cows and get spa treatments twice a week and fucking, <laughs> like a $30 fucking chicken ranch sandwich and I'm like hey give me that what are those, what are those fucking shoestring fries those are probably terrible but give them to me <laughs> this, this Cambodian breast milk mm-hmm. yeah exactly this is the best right here Cambodian <laughs> breast milk <laughs> the in fact I it's funny that you say that because I actually made for dinner the other day chicken bacon ranch. Yeah. Good for God. you. And, oh, and by the way, just give everybody a little heads up out there. Here's what I've done. Um, uh, Sargento, I buy their cheeses because they're delicious. And what I'll do is I'll buy the ultra-thin Sargento sharp cheddar slices, and I'll take my buns, right, and I'll, I'll put a slice on each top and bottom. And I'll put them under the broiler until they start to bubble. And then you pull those fuckers out and let them cool. And you got this, like, crispy cheddar fucking bun. And it just enhances everything you do. Mm. Damn. Damn. I'm getting off. That's hard. That, that, that deserves a Ron Simmons. Damn! Getting a boner right now. <laughs> do you know humans are more likely to be killed by a sheep? Than they are by a shark. That sounds right. Um, I we almost got a betting machine in Frostburg. You said by, by a sheep more than a shark. No vending machine. Vending machine. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh, where were you? Where were you? Like, yeah, they, they, he said a sheep. Dude, I'm going blind here. The fucking internet sucks. <laughs> All right. I could, uh, vending machine than a shark. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Electri- because people electrical? will rock a vending machine. No, people will rock a vending machine to get their chips when they get stuck, and then the vending machine will fall on top of them and kill them. And it, it, and people use vending machines pretty much every day, whereas they're very rarely in the ocean. Right. So what do you figure? Like, there, there's maybe a, a a year, what four to six shark deaths documented a year. No. That is a random ass number that you were pulling out of the yeah right the, yeah like one in sanctum South, of your ass one in South Africa one in South America you know one in Australia and then one somewhere else <laughs> and one off the Cape of like, what Cape Cod <laughs> you know miscellaneous no okay. no I'm gonna say there's shark thirty th- shark attacks a year no no shark, I didn't say shark like, attacks I said shark deaths by shark. Oh, deaths by shark. Okay, I'm gonna say twelve. Okay. Uh, sharks. All right. The Australian Institute of Marine Science. I trust them as shark experts. And I, and I uh, should, certainly, I will trust the the Australians because yeah, they probably yeah. lead they the got, world. They got fucking. They got serious sharks down there, so I trust them. Uh, each year worldwide, there are approximately ten deaths attributable to shark attacks. So yeah, yeah. So Merwin Mer went over. So he's oh, right? fucking out, but yeah, you know, it's fine. 
Uh, yes. The price is death, motherfucker. <laughs> so I'm right. Wait, and what was the other question? What uh, death by what vending machine? And you're four times yes. more likely. Death by four say, times more likely. So it's gonna I'm be forty. So, Jesus, I'm, I'm gonna say sixty. Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, yeah, yeah. sixty deaths a year by vending machine. Jesus, dude, if that if that's it, I've lost my fucking faith. I've lost my fucking faith. <laughs> uh, uh, so I might go to Easter on fucking or, 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 or church on Sunday. All right, so it, it's this about the same. I don't know if that statistic is accurate because what I'm seeing here is that their vending machines are responsible for an average of 13 deaths a year, which does not make what four times is like. Is that well? I no, it didn't say likely. for that. You guys make. I love. Yeah, what I love yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. We're always drunk by the time we get here, and you guys make up facts with fun facts. <laughs> buddy. I, I didn't say anything about like any kind of equivalency or anything. I just you, said you humans did. are more likely. That's it. More likely to be killed by a vending. Okay. Yeah. That. So so thirteen versus twelve, versus ten. Ten. 10. Yeah, you are more likely then. What did, I, what, what did I hear four times? Well, it's it's flickering. It's it's you know my internet's all fucked up. <clears throat> That's why I said yes. I, heard, I heard you're four times more likely to be killed by a sheep than a shark. Then I had to decipher that and use context clues and yada yada. And suck I my mean, nuts. sheep are aggressive. <laughs> what are they killing you with? <laughs> vending machines. Uh, hell no. Persist- <laughs> <laughs> they're but- they're headbutting vending machines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, vending machines, they're heavy as fuck. They can kill people. That makes sense. Oh, man. Ours at work is actually bolted to the floor, so you can't rock. Oh, now we flipped the one in the dorm over when the, the all of the RAs and the like head RA, which uh, I guess he's just called the head RA. I don't remember his title. But anyway, they decided to abandon ship at a point in time and like, go home for something. And that was a terrible idea uh, because, you know, 17, 18 year old kids living in a dorm. Like, let's just flip this vending upside down and fleece it for all of its goods. And we did. Uh, but then we almost dropped it on, on uh, a very tiny person. Uh, and they definitely would have been severely injured. <laughs> death there or death by just not being attended to because y'all would have left. Like, sorry, man. Yeah, I'd have been, been out. I'd be like, I don't even live in this fucking dorm. I'm just here shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> It is amazing how much property property damage you will commit for seventy five cents. <laughs> I mean, everybody had snacks for like two days, bro. Three yeah. days it was good. Yeah, someone someone throws a uh, a bag of fucking hers salt and vinegar chip in shark infested waters. <laughs> you diving in after it? You gonna be a part of the opposite statistic? God, those are really good. I mean, we. Did you say a hers salt and vinegar? Yeah, probably. <laughs> a hers crab chip? Fuck yes, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, mm. absolutely. No, no, that that fucking a... crab chip garbage. Yeah, that dude. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Hey, let's do this okay. real quick. Bet best chip brands. Oh, I say hers. Hers number yeah. one. That's uh, number probably. two. Um, Lay's can kiss dick. Lays can be made by fucking to plays fucking robot machines. Lays are the fucking Burger King French fry of the chip world. They're fucking awful. They're just greasy and soggy. They're like, how are chips soggy? I feel like I get Lays chips and they're dripping grease. It's like a wet, it's like a wet, thinly cut potato. And I'm like, this is disgusting. I feel like 
I feel like they went to the hers factory and asked them like like what their settings are on their cutting machines and uh, like yeah yeah cut that in half like let's get let's double our potatoes maybe that's what it is because like every time I eat lays my hands I feel like I just dipped my hand in a vat of canola oil yeah it's so gross like lays are it's the only thing I disrespect Cal Ripken for because he was a spokesperson for lays yeah no. Uh, you didn't chime in on your favorite chip there, Wes. Yeah, so uh, like I mean, it's, the... uh, Cape Cod is. Usually oh, like oh so I knew he was going to go left. Field okay, with, yeah, like, well, I, yeah. See, I don't count the kettle chip though because I feel like that's a specialty chip. But I don't disagree with I don't disagree with you that they're a superior chip. Okay, so you want you want no, the uh, chip all day. you want you want your like major players, your major distributors. Yeah, yeah hers yeah. hers is one. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, simply right. because of the, the, the um, I, okay. The, you have to be able to, one, face a bag of like normal size chips and then semi lose all value of your taste buds for an hour. And they do that with two chips, the salt and vinegar given and the sour cream and onion. And if you eat that, man, no one can get within like 15 feet of you. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, man. oh. Yeah. Yeah. who cares? Yeah, they're the best goddamn chip on the fucking planet. <laughs> yeah, you guys ever had zaps? Zaps? Yeah, zaps chips? are delicious. I, they're amazing. Yeah, zaps are good. Zaps are that's zaps aren't bad. I've yeah. had zaps fucking Wawa. They fucking put them uh, right at the yeah. register, and it's like this, it's like, hey, hey, fuck you. You're gonna get 400 more calories today. This, this deli I used to work at, fucking, they used to carry them, and they had the uh, the Cajun craw taters, is what they were called. Oh man, they're so fucking good. It, uh, that's a, that's pro- probably like a top three chip, it's like singularly. If you had, if I had to make yeah. a list, who does ruffles? Lay's. Yeah, right? Lay's does. Yeah, that's the, the only probably Lay's product that I can get get with. But the, I mean, meh. cheddar and sour cream. Letter uh, uh, ruffles is money. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good one, man. But fucking putting ridges in your fucking chips is cheating because that just means you're fucking taking a cheap ass chip and you're trying to make it crispier than it should be. Pringles, I don't care, man. You, that's a fucking Pringles are a paste chip. They fucking just basically throw their shit into a fucking like blender until it's smooth and then they just bake it. That's still a goddamn good chip. I'll kill it back. I'll kill a tube of fucking Pringles. Yeah, but it depends on the flavor. Uh, I feel like Dude, some just, flavors are just nasty. Straight up, uh, honestly, my two favorite Pringles are just regular salt and fucking the cheddar chips, which aren't even chips. I don't know what they are. They're a concoction. I don't even know if they're made yeah, potato. They are like orange. Yeah. They look like yeah. fucking. Yeah. There's like an, no, both of those are my least favorite. They're gross, actually. <laughs> there's like an entire recipe books based on like what you can do with Pringles. How you can crust things and make. Make Bob, you know, rubs and we I mean, can't do a rub, but you get my, you, oh, get you my can do a rub. You, you crunch you, it up. You, enough, you can probably make a rub. Yeah, yeah. make a rub, yeah. a, rub a ruffle rub. Mm. Mm. I even rub myself inside that Pringles can. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the ancient Celts would first <laughs> ferment and distill grains into whiskey? They were called the water of life. Phew. Damn, that's poetry. That should that should be what Easter is about, you know. Enough of this fucking bunny bopping around and yip yapping, and helping drink enough of it, you'll see a fucking bunny (laughs) walk around shitting eggs. The Celts, 
That's what you, that, that I heard that correctly. Celts. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. I wonder what time frame that from. That's from. You know, I get shit, I'm man. That's sem- a, that's an old fucking culture. Yeah, I know, but I'm semi jaded by the historically not just historically inaccurate, but just grossly historically inaccurate Braveheart by you know directed by Mel Gibson. So you know, I try to I try to ask that question when it comes to what What's I would wait 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 wait. What's your problem with Braveheart? It's a great movie. It's grossly historically inaccurate. And when I say grossly, I, I mean wildly inaccurate, and it makes me want to barf. Okay, but I would say that the history is probably grossly inaccurate, too. Dude, even even by the most mar- like wildest margin of errors, some of the stuff that he was referring to was like 75, 80 years apart. Yeah, sure. But I'm just saying <laughs> back then back then like the, the like like the, the tales that got told were like like maybe William Wallace like killed like two guys on the battlefield. It's like William Wallace killed eight men yesterday. Then the next town, William Wallace killed eighty five men yesterday. You know, like it, it so just make a fucking movie. Make no, it good. D- did. Didn't it like what Aren't there certain battles that didn't even happen when he was when he was alive? Bat- certain like historic battles that they reference in that movie that took place like over eighty years after he died. Um, no, no. Yeah, know why no, I, I know. That. I do know. I know that. Well, yeah, I'm. I ignorance is bliss. I don't need to know. I didn't look into it. No, Mar- la- last week you sat there and said, shouldn't they make smart movies? Fuck. Because you, you said, I, how would I know that a lightning is 1.21 gigawatts? And that's why fucking Back to the Future is that good. Now you're defending something like Braveheart. Like, oh, great movie. Wonderful. I don't care. Decade here, decade there. Sandwich it all together. Make a fucking epic war flick. Paint your faces blue. Show your asses. Fucking... Robert Roy, William Wallace, King, whatever. I don't give a shit who the king or queen was. It doesn't matter to me. Pow, wow. Roll it. Credits. Yes, my reference to Back to the Future, a 25-year-old playing a 17-year-old and a crazy old man, for some reason, hanging out with this young chap, <laughs> develop a time machine. <laughs> you said make smart movies. Yeah, that's a fine. Smart movie. The smart movie is the movie that sells, and the movie that sells doesn't give a fuck about facts. All right. Hey. Speaking of facts, <laughs> God, did you know the last execution by hanging in the U.S. was on January twenty fifth, nineteen ninety six? I feel like this was a recycled fact. It's not a recycled fact. I've simply referenced Bailey. Who was killed in Georgetown, Delaware in 1996, right down the road from where I used to broadcast from the WZBH studios. <laughs> and the tales of Billy Bailey hanging by his neck till death were fresh in the minds of the locals. Were we talking about pumpkin chunking? And you were like, hey, Probably. speaking of lo- slower, lower Delaware, <laughs> the last guy who got hung. It was 1996, or maybe it was 1896. I don't know. I'll write a movie about it later. <laughs> no one will care. <laughs> so, It'll be probably something. Yeah. I don't know where my phone is. 
but yeah, no, Billy Bailey, um, he was a well, he deserved to be murdered. And yeah, he was the uh the last yeah, the la- the last person in uh in, in Joe Biden's home state. Not his home state technically, because he talks about Scranton more than he talks about Delaware, but that's where he lives now. Yeah, because nobody cares about Delaware. No. No offense, not Delaware. Really. Uh but yeah, that's that seems very recent, but you know. Whatever, didn't somebody bring back, like, Firing Squad recently? So, you know, that's where we well, are. There, there was a state that allowed you to pick your, <laughs> basically, spin the wheel of death. And yeah. you, it was like, you could do lethal injection, electrocution, or fire Squad. And yeah, so people were like, fuck all that other shit. Fucking shoot me, motherfucker. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. They throw me in the lion pit. You, like, why do we... Like, why do we have well, my question for like the, that kind of shit is like, why do we even have like lethal injection or like execute? Like, we've got a very systematic way of fucking murdering large bovine, it'll work on humans, okay? Yeah, lights out, yeah, okay. Yeah. Why, why do we even like, why do we even play with the I don't know. Let's put dish inside of them and see what happens. Uh, like, <laughs> we're like, why are we like, oh, jam a finger in a fucking socket till he stops fucking smoking? Uh, like, why are these the options that we have? Yeah. Dude, uh, George Carlin said you could make a fucking channel on television, the death channel, and it would, it would blow, it would blow the Super Bowl out of the water in ratings. I would watch that shit. Yeah. Dude. Pay-per-view, man. Pay-per-view. I mean, I would would like to make sure that we dot our I's and, uh, you know, cross our T's on, like, definitive, definitive killers that are that lack remorse. Let's kill them. Yeah. Hey. For, for profit. Okay. Would you guys tune into uh, a someone who's on death row who's, who's you know, who has agreed to be eaten by alligators? Absolutely. Yeah, but only he has. Okay, I'd like to. I'd like to spice this up a little bit, though. Mm -hmm. I'd like him to be able to choose his weapon. I want to give him a fighting chance, and if he can murder all the alligators in the, you know, the 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 blades, then he can live. But, however, if he can't, then yes, I would love to miss this feat. No, but you can't give him I'd like okay a fucking. With, I'd be okay with fucking survival arena, fucking, you know, death sentence. Like, yeah, you get out, you're good. Yeah, I don't want to. Okay, all right, listen. I don't care what they've done in their life. I don't want to see a guy just like helicoptered into a fucking like situation that's just like a hundred percent dire. No, uh, right. You give him a machete. You know what I mean? Like here, here's a machete, and here's sixty five crocodiles from the Nile. Yeah. He's well, definitely gonna die, but yeah, right. Well, he might, some, carve, he might carve an eye out or something. Like a Hercule, yeah. You know, he he might he might kill a couple, and then yeah, uh, yeah just watch him get ripped to shreds. Okay, like give him get him a varying size, like give him a, give him a juvenile. You know, right. hack one of his in half with a sharp machete. But, you know, mom's gonna be. Pissed. You know, and if this happens, I'm fearful. Well, maybe not. I'm fearful. Maybe not fearful at all. Maybe I'm just. Uh, a forward-thinking motherfucker is that then this just turns into Running Man. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. And Running Man was the highest-rated show <laughs> in the future. So 
Obviously, it works. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And finally, did you know hot dogs were first put into buns because they were burning customers' fingers when served hot? <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> God, I can't even imagine the day where I'm like, can I get a, let me get a foot-long beef, all beef frank, and they're just like, here you go. This is hot. This is hot tube of meat. Sometimes it's fancy. This is this fucking tube of boiled hot meat on a fucking some tongs. He pulls it out of a pot of boiling water. Like here you go. And not only that, as his fucking hand has second degree burns, he's pouring ketchup and mustard on it. So, yeah. What was the plan for fucking dressing it? Out of fun. Like, what was the plan? Oh, God, that's oh, that's the, that's the only one I read before we came on, and I was last because the imagery is fucking fascinating. Just the thing that there weren't the bun is just simply there as insulation. That's it. Yeah. There's no other fee. There's no other function. Just like uh, this is here's some edible insulation for you because this thing will fucking this thing will scar your hand if you, and get, you try to eat it. I know you're gonna you're gonna land base me for asking for uh, something specific. Did it give a date or like a time frame or no? Or just said hey, this is no, it, it does not. Because okay, nope. because nope. I know nope. that like they, I don't understand the invention of the sandwich was a king, probably sometime in the William Wallace era. 800 to 1200 give it give it the movie um that the 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 king the, the way they ate the the way they eat meat and cheese he just found it like more efficient and faster to put it between two slices of bread so i mean this seems like it was still after it was after that you know we hadn't evolved that much like yeah we got a sandwich and uh we get a uh, fresh off the griddle hot dog <laughs> Gulp. Then you have to eat it, and you probably burn your fucking mouth and esophagus. Yeah, because you're probably trying to find like refuge for your hands, so you shove it out, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so uh, hold on. Can you read your your fun fact again? Like just in the t- its entirety. Sure. It's the uh, hot dogs were first put in buns because they were burning customers' fingers when served hot. Or maybe they weren't served hot. Maybe they were like sitting out for a while, and but then when they came in fresh, and you, like, yo, let me get a fresh one. Are you sure? <laughs> I like them hot. <laughs> uh, fucking. So I've just I've seen I I was just looking up hot dog history because why not? Uh, <laughs> and so that's but, uh, that's a dangerous search, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, so I got this one here. It's. It, this is the one I've seen twice now. And so Anton Fuschwanger, uh, of course, he's German. As the story goes, he loaned white gloves to his patrons to hold piping hot sausages because most of the gloves were not returned. The supply began running low. He reportedly asked his brother-in-law, a baker, for help. The baker improvised long, soft rolls that fit the meat. Mm, nice. And you, so I don't you, know if, that, if Fun Fact Friday calendar is telling us the truth. But I like your version better. And you said you said the baker or his brother Baker. His brother in law was a baker. Okay, I thought for a minute you said his name was Baker and happened to be a baker. <laughs> hey, Baker, Maybe. Baker. 
<laughs> and they didn't say the baker's name, but it could have been Baker. Yeah. Uh, I just like gave him white gloves. Could you imagine getting a pipe and hot sausage and white gloves? Nonetheless, they were like, here's like, here you go. Yeah. Now here, here's your, here's your wet, hot meat. Yeah. Take that, <laughs> take that into your classily gloved hands. Please return gloves. No. For future consumption. You know what you do? You take those off and you slap the face of a peasant. Then give, then give it back. into a duel. <laughs> With hot dogs. <laughs> hey, we're going to fill this up. We're going to fill a pull up here. It shot out of a fucking cannon if you're not watch yourself, buddy. If this show ever makes money, that's where that we have to. We have to fill a fucking pull up with hot dogs. We have to shoot a human out of a cannon into a pool of hot dogs. Yeah. With gloves on. Well, we'll and hand wave, gloves with white gloves. Wave at the crowd. And we'll serve hot dogs to all of the guests with sans bun. Yeah. Just hit, hey, you know, like <laughs> in, the, can't go away. in the seats too, man. Like yeah. you could you imagine the fucking could you imagine like Clancy coming by at Oriole Park and being like, All right, what you want, hot dog? He go and he just gives you just dripping fucking beef frank of a dripping skay in your hands. Yeah. You're like, What what do I do with this? Just hold it out and squirt some mustard on it. Well t- we'll tell him it's eight hundred uh eight hundred AD uh, ticket prices, and we'll say it's half a shekel. But if you don't have a shekel, it's twenty five bucks. <laughs> no shekels. Fair. All right, twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. That'll cover it. <laughs> and that, my friends, is your fun fact Friday. Oh, all right. Silly. So before we uh, sign off for the evening, this is going to be a combination. Usually, I do before you go, but sometimes. We throw on a bit this day in middle-class whole history. So, a couple days ago, comedian Gilbert Gottfried passed away. Uh, Almost exactly one year ago, our team talked about this after the passing of DMX. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm trying to to find silver... I'm trying to find the silver lining. The best way to paint the silver lining around the cloud for this... If you played a DMX song, I could tell you that that's DMX. Okay. However, I could not name you a single DMX song or quote a single lyric. Okay. But I would know the voice, I would know the cadence, and I would know just, yeah, just that. (laughs) It's like being like, I, I wouldn't know, like... I can't tell you a Gilbert Gottfried joke, but I could definitely tell you if I hear Gilbert Gottfried. Like, <laughs> yeah, but okay, yes, but Gilbert no Gottfried shit. doesn't. If, but he he doesn't sing. That's just his voice. Like you could pick him out of a crowd. But like DMX, like I mean, he's a musical artist. Like if you played like a like an Ed Sheeran song, a Justin Bieber song, and like a Backstreet Boy solo from the middle of a song, I couldn't tell you who was who. But DMX, it was a unique style and a unique sound. I could pick his voice out of a out of a crowd. So that's the best you're gonna get from me. Do you think? Do you think DMX shortchanged himself by not having Gilbert Godfrey uh, on a song? Maybe to do like a opening or yeah, some probably. sort of some sort of chorus. Rough Rider. <laughs> <laughs> he should have. He should have definitely collabed on that Red Nose uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. That's right. That would have been, been 
That would have been a hot track. <laughs> they just could have done those two saying what back and forth. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, classic. Oh man, uh, and I did. I did a. Uh, I, I followed back on on the dates of that. I mean, the, uh, these guys died like. Okay. I mean, it's coincidental, but one like one year, one like one year and three days apart after, and and and, and about almost to the year of us doing these bits. I I, I don't think we killed Gilbert Godfrey. No, and that is a very, I, that is a very random fucking like association. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, uh, I mean, rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, and starred in such classics such as Problem Child. He was also he was the voice. He- <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? He he was the voice in that uh, of that horse in that movie with Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh God! He was also Iago in Aladdin. No, well, no. Listen, yes. What I was going to get to was he made he made a fortune doing the was it, he was the parrot in Aladdin. Yes. Then they did like tw- they did twelve of them, but I'm talking about like yeah. motion pictures. And he was the original voice of the Affleck duck until he got in trouble on 9/11 for making a 9/11 joke the day after 9/11. <laughs> I was gonna take a plane, but the first stop was the Empire State Building, and then they canceled <laughs> him for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, but he also oh, he also um, if you haven't watched the documentary, the aristocrats, it's the it's the story of the joke. The aristocrats, like if a comedian sees a crowd being a bunch of dick bags, you go out and you tell the most ruthless fucking vile joke you can. And Gilbert Godfrey's version of the aristocrats is probably the best version that's ever been told. Mm. He was fearless. And he had that voice, and he knew it. And Conan O'Brien, I think, summed him up the best. Conan said, sent out a tweet, and he said, um, I think I saw Gilbert for the first time in 1985. He came out um, after a lot of uh, – basically, he was big at the time. He was making all these little bit part roles everywhere. Everybody knew who Gilbert Gottfried was. And he came out, and they gave him a standing ovation for two minutes, and he said thank you. And he continued saying thank you for ten minutes afterwards to the silence of the crowd. He said it was the ballsiest and most hilarious thing you ever saw. Thank you. 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 For 10 minutes. <laughs> I would be literally cackling on the floor. <laughs> it's so good. And then he went right into his fucking, he went right into his, just didn't miss a beat. 10 minutes of thank yous, right into his show. There, there was this, I, I I'm and going. This bastard boils down his career to problem child. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I, I'm going. I again. He was the voice of the horse in Hot to Trot, starring Bobcat Goldthwait. All right, don't, don't. There was okay. He was on. He was on Stern. All right, and all the time. Yeah, and I'm trying to like think about how. Fuck it. I, I'm, I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna do my best. Best with making this PC. I. I almost had to pull over. I was. Wor- I was teaching high school in Wilmington, Delaware, driving, driving home to uh, to Newark, and I almost had to pull over. I started laughing so much. Is that Artie Lang told a story about a buddy of his who had 
uh, solicited a African-American prostitute who had to kick him out of the middle of the session because he used the word N-word tits. Meaning like, ooh, I love your N-word tits. And, and so I'm not going to say it. And then Gilbert Godfrey said, did you, do, you, do, you think, do, you, do you think John Lennon ever said, oh, I love your chink tits? To Yoko? <laughs> Jesus. Ah, I thought that was good. Howard didn't. Howard's like, that's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> he was, look, he was, he was a fearless comedian from a time when it was dangerous to be fearless. And True. I think that's, that's what, and the voice, man, that fucking voice. It's just. I'm watching all these old kids movies because my my boy's seven years old. That motherfucker pops up in everything. I watched this really shitty early two thousands like remake of like Jack and Beanstalk, and out of nowhere, Gilbert Gottfried shows up as a fucking rabbit, like, <laughs> like an Easter Bunny suit that he had to sit in a fucking chair for for like five hours. Is like, you want to what? Climb this. We're not climb. I can't. I, look, I, look, look at my feet. I'm not. I'm not skilled at doing this kind of thing. I want to go up this. I don't want to go up this stalk. Okay, let's go up this stalk. Like just, it does. It didn't matter what lines you gave him. He was gonna own it. Uh, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey, man. He was on Rogan uh, about a month ago. It was just cool, like to hear him, like actually, like communicate like a normal human slightly <laughs> he was always on i think that's probably yeah the thing, is he was always it's on kind of that, that that will Ferrell thing so yeah but rest in peace so uh shit uh too many too many are dying around us damn it it's life that's what we gotta do we forge mm-hmm. through we, we put on our easter bunny suit and we blast through easter island fucking plateaus uh <laughs> alan tell the kiddos and the kidettes where you can find us Oh, as always, you can catch us on all your favorite social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Twitter as M- at MDL Class Holes. Of course, on Facebook, the Zuck Book as the Middle Class Holes. And our favorite is TikTok. Catch us on there, trying to be Gen Zs, but failing miserably at the Middle Class Holes as well. And of course, our favorite communication, don't forget to email us at tickleourtummies at gmail.com. And I forgot entirely to tell you where your ear holes get satisfied before running off the fucking email. I'm sorry, guys. I blew it this time. I'm so bad. Yeah, you're doing, no, you've been doing great, man. You've been you've been nailing this one. I know. It's I, You know, I tried to switch up the, 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 the order once, and it just all goes to shit, and here we are. But anyway, as I was saying, please check us out on Spotify. Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts for all your listening pleasures. Mer, did we get emails? No. Ah, damn. Didn't even get a fucking terms of service on there. <laughs> no. Bullshit. Thanks, Google. Y'all, y'all are doing well. Uh, well, hey, man. That's all I got for tonight. Happy Easter, say? everyone. Hope you're enjoying the baseball season. Uh, celebrate any way you deem fit. Whether it be religiously or whether it be, be you know, a giant uh, giant rabbit takes these plastic shits and leaves uh, candies inside for you and your children. He shits, shits Jesus's mm-hmm. tiny chocolate Jesus. Right. Uh, <laughs> Easter Bunny's doing God's work. Yes, sir. 
Good night, everybody. Most every day. Always seem to find myself late. Might be on ass fuck. I'm still riding like a pup. I fell down, but my dick's still up. Well, sometimes I may need a hand. When I'm just too drunk to stay I don't need your sympathy Keep your judgment too Cause you just give it a little pull And my dick's strong like bull Ready to satisfy my woman the whole night through I get drunk most every day Do you look?